And when we know better, we do better. And everybody has heard that old saying before, but I honestly believe that. This episode is sponsored by Focus Media Group, founded by Zakir. We focus on the social media of entrepreneurs so they don't have to. We understand the frustration of the ever-changing algorithm. Let us help you with your Instagram growth, business strategy, or branding services. Visit FocusMediaGroup.com to learn more. That's Focus with a P-H. P-H-O-C-U-S-E-D MediaGroup.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sea Life Different Podcast. Today, we have Kaya. She is the CEO and founder of GAMS Global Solutions. So she started a PPE, vending business. So the goal was to really fight COVID. And the story is basically she was in public one day. She's from Atlanta. She was in public one day. And this was at the start of the pandemic. Day at home orders were just being mentioned and everyone had to wear masks as soon as they go into any grocery store. So she was trying to go into the store, grab essentials. And several people were walking into the store and they had their face covered. Everybody had a mask, but she didn't have one. So the employee... Um, then said to her, sorry, but we require Mac to be worn to be able to enter the store. So she was like, uh, can I just get in and get a few essentials? And the worker was like, no. So basically, uh, she, <laughs> she was like, okay, do you have any custom, do you have any masks for customers to wear? And so he shook his head. So that was really her aha moment of how she really was able to form the vending machine to really create a uh, social safety vending machine to have people that have masks and have masks. So we're going to learn about that story because not only is she a uh, science teacher, once a science teacher, now she's a, a millionaire in the making for uh, teaching other Black entrepreneurs to not only be a vending machine a business person as well, but also how she was able to really overcome because, of course, it wasn't that easy just to go from science teacher to then becoming an entrepreneur. Of course, there's a lot of steps along the way um, when it comes to creating your idea and going with your idea and running with it and still keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. So we're going to talk to Kaya today all about how she literally went from being a science teacher and managing her mindset and uh, her mind, body, and spirit along the way, and now hosting and spearheading, spearheading the VenCon, a vending convention where she helps entrepreneurs to start and grow their vending machine business. Hello, 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 Kai, how are you? Hello, hello, I am great. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Perfect, I think we got a little echo because we're on yeah. two different devices here. We got. Um, Instagram going, and we got YouTube, we got everywhere that needs to be in order to make sure that we make sure that everybody knows your story of who you are and how you really got to where you are. So why don't you start off with that? Why don't you tell us, like, how, okay, talk about your years of being a science teacher and then how you felt that played into uh, becoming an entrepreneur. Great question. Thank you so much, Zakira. First of all, um, wonderful introduction. I do appreciate that. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, yes, yeah, so 
I am Kaya Mason, and yes, I am a science teacher to heart. I'm an educator, actually, and for over 20, maybe 24 years, I've been um, teaching in public, uh, private, you know, uh, homeschool, all of those, all educational realms. Um, but my start in the vending industry actually began over the pandemic, during the pandemic. Um, early in March, I think it may have been the 15th or something similar to that, um, in the process of shopping for essentials at Publix. And no, I'm not affiliated with Publix by any means. Um, but um, in my process of shopping for essentials, um, I did not have a mask. And I am solution driven. Please understand that first and foremost, as a scientist, um, I'm analytical. I overthink, you know, and I've just come to learn and accept those different characteristics about myself, you know, and sometimes I may think for <laughs> too long and then, you know, have to go back and say, okay, Kaya, get it together. But in, initially, um, I am a problem solver, and that's just to my heart. And realizing that, you know, um, hey, I'm a smart girl. How did I get caught in this jam just like this? So um, in that process, I wanted to make sure that not only myself, but others who followed me, you know, men, women, children, everyone did not face that consequence of having to um, not shop for essentials in this time and during the pandemic when the need was so heavy. So um, having that idea of placing vending machines in public places so that people can access those essential um, items, masks, gloves, hand sanitizer, the wipes, the whole nine, you know, um, in these vending machines, just to make sure that we are all being socially safe. And um, being a scientist, you know, I know that um, the anti, what is it, sanitizer does not kill germs 100%. We know that, you know, the mask will not protect you 100%. There are still some factors there. So not only um, were we are, are we against COVID, but any other foreign particles that can jeopardize human evolution. So um, I was on that and still am on the mission to help to save our, you know, our humanity in that way. I love yeah. that. I love that. And that's very important. I'm glad you mentioned, especially the parts about, um, you know, certain masks actually don't protect you. Certain hand sanitizers actually don't protect you. And the fact that you're still able to bring that knowledge and expertise into, you know, this new world that we have as far as being uh, safe and healthy and, um, uh, you know, clean as well, through no matter what. So tell us how um, you really were able to transition to the vending machine. Because I think that's a new thing that we have. Of course, we have, you know, people who pivoted to making the mask. We have people who pivoted to, um, you know, making certain aspects that require to help us stay clean. But you're they're like the solution above all solutions. So how did you go from like the idea of, okay, maybe I just need a vending machine to having multiple vending machines, you know, in multiple places. That's a really good question. You know, why not just make masks like people were doing, you know, or um, find distributors and, you know, create a warehouse? Well, you know, I was thinking long haul, you know, I was thinking beyond, you know, uh, the mask itself. And um, I, I wanted something that was, of course, original, you know, um, something that will stand out because that just identifies who I am. You know, um, 
I, I wanted to think outside the box and to create something that my kids can have, you know, that my, my mom can enjoy, you know, that my parents will be proud of. So, um, of course, masks and designing masks and making masks are definitely creative and they were necessary and are still a need. And I'm not discounting that by no means. But, you know, I'm just that girl that goes a little bit extra, you know. And um, so I put that I just reached past my comfort zone and went right into it. You know, um, I actually took a course, you know, did a lot of research and studying you, as an educator. That's just what you do. You know, you make sure that you've got the background to support, you know, that next move. So um, and I just jumped right out in there. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I'm glad you uh, definitely were honest about saying you took a course. You definitely had to learn. And now you've gotten to the point where you uh, teach what you've learned. You're open enough and, and you know, you need to teach your experience open enough to teach what you've learned. And so how did that, we're probably, probably jumping the gun a little bit, but I feel like it's very important. But how did you end up going from teaching so much that people wanted, wanted to learn from you and then to the point where you're like, you know what, I need a bigger setting. I can't just keep only doing one-on-one consulting. I need something bigger. So how did you go from teaching others to then having the Van Con? <laughs> I love that. You have the best questions, Akira. Okay, so um, from here, here I am in, in my own little small thought process, you know, um, I am going to purchase machines, you know, and just place them in those places. And the very first machine I placed, you know, I started getting an influx of calls. You know, what are you doing? Teach me. I want to learn. I want to learn. So I had to whoa and think and sit back for a moment and create the curriculum according to the path that I took in order to get to that point. You know, um, and then you know, I, I was able to teach people one on one. But then that got too heavy and too you know, too bothersome. So I created a system, you know, we all need systems that work in our businesses. And I think I heard you mentioning that in one of your lives, as, as a matter of fact, we all must create systems. So I created a system, got a coach, you know, who could help me to create a roadmap that will actually allow the influx of people or, you know, or the larger platform. And, um, and from there, you know, um, my initial um, opportunity was to keep the flow of energy going. We are educated, you know, we're educating our community. And I believe when our people are educated, they do better, you know, and, and when we know better, we do better. And everybody has heard that, you know, that old saying before, but I honestly believe that. So when we know that we can design a 24 7, 365 day business with vending, because it's always open, you know, you've always got the opportunity to shop, you've got the freedom to select, you know, so many freedoms and so many um, conveniences the vending business provides, then we are able to create generational wealth. And that's where we are. I want to to spread the knowledge so that our communities can level up. And it's time out, you know, for us to struggle. It's time out for us to not know. It's time out for us to, you know, to sit back in the shadows and allow other communities to progress and to prosper. And once we are educated, then we can do better. So VinCon 21 is set there for a platform to educate the masses. You know, come all, if you've got some interest in vending businesses for yourself, then this is the platform where you 
will hear from the greatest of the of the bosses in the vending game. You know, you will get those um, get the steps that you need to take. You will get opportunity to meet and engage with people. So um, I wanted to create this platform so that everybody has the opportunity to learn and not only learn, but also apply those actionable steps. I love yeah. that. I love that. And so um, even though these, this specific conference is your first one, right? Yes. So the first one, and then how do you feel you may pivot for every year? You think this is something that you may continue every year? Well, um, as a matter of fact, Zakira, it is something that we've planned for the next five years. All right. So, um, and I'm really glad to have this as a virtual event right now because it lets me know exactly what needs to be done, what steps to put in place, what systems to add into place so that, you know, it can flow better. So um, it's a handful being virtual, of course, um, but it is absolutely a, a way to get started and to start to spread the word to the community. So yeah, we're looking for about five years running on this. Yes. And as a matter of fact, we've got a gold level sponsor who signed up for the first three years with us. So yeah, I'm excited that. about that. Yes. The bag is secure. The bag is secure. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes, it is secure. Absolutely. How are you liking the podcast so far? What had been your favorite episode? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Now, for me, uh, okay, I have a background in brand, brand strategy, right? So I have okay. a background in photography. And so when I was, you know, kind of doing my little research on you as well, right before, uh, you know, the interview, I noticed that your colors are literally like a sky blue, water blue. You have like a story on to how you ended up choosing those colors. <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact. And, you know, um, I'm glad you said that because being in brand strategy, then you can see that right away. Huh? You've got the eye for that and photography. So you've got the eye for that. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, I um, I went through a process in, in selecting the colors for my business. Um, first of all, I wanted to identify with the meaning of the colors. You know, um, what's some history of behind them? What type of energy do they provide? And um, being an educator, you know, it's, it's important that people can hear you when you speak, you know, communicate. Um, and communication is a green, you know, and, and people need to trust in what you're saying. And trust is blue. So um, a mixture of the greens and blues came out. I have to under, you know, kind of under the rug, call it Tiffany blue, because Tiffany blue don't want, they don't want you using their colors, you know, so you can get something as close to it as possible. But my aunt um, told me the right term is um, Robin egg blue. I believe it is. Um, so using that communication and along with the trust factor to help to, um, you know, to uh, attract the, my, my ideal client is is what I came up with for that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, that's actually what it is. So um, I guess with that shade of blue, because even for, for me and my brand, my brand Focus Media Group, we chose the color blue as well, because we want uh, women especially to feel more welcome to come to us, to know that, you know, we they're in safe hands. And I definitely feel that energy, you know, from your colors alone, that mm -hmm. I am in safe hands um, with Kaya. So that's Thank great. Thank you. Great. I love that. Awesome. <laughs> Good. Now, yeah. actually, let's go ahead and rewind a little bit and tell me more about who your ideal clients are. Like, who are the the woman maybe specifically that you have helped in the past and who are the ones that really kind of light you up when you are working with them? 
Okay, very good. Um, my ideal client is absolutely a woman, you know, because I am she, you know, um, in particularly a woman who may have been um, in corporate America or um, who may be looking for something um, to transition from her nine to five as such as I, you know, um, because if I've walked the walk, then I can absolutely talk about it, you know, and teach it as well. So um, building generational wealth is key. Um, having that willingness, um, you know, being dedicated, um, you know, is definitely key. And, and moms, I, for some reason, you know, and I'm a mom as well, definitely attract mothers. So if, if you're wrapped into that package, you know, um, I can definitely support you along the way. And vending business is definitely my coaching, consulting, but um, I also implement information about building your CEO etiquette, you know, uh, being a full-fledged business entrepreneur, not just how to run a vending business, but, you know, looking at your business structure, looking at, you know, your, your email systems, looking at certain areas where you can level up individually or personally along with your professional development. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Mm, okay. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned email system because I think that's what happens. A lot of entrepreneurs, especially in 2020, they dived into entrepreneurship. They had, they found their talent. That's great. They found their gift and they're selling, but you know, they're not able to scale. They're not able to grow. They're not able to retain clients because no email system, no system beyond social media. So no I'm kind of glad that you mentioned that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so basically they'll be learning a few of those things at VenCon as well, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, with VinCon, we've got speakers not only that are bosses in the vending space, in the vending industry, but I've brought on um, some of my dearest friends and colleagues who are uh, business coaches and they're business coaches in their own lane. We've got, you know, mindset coaches who can help you to, you know, to think through the process, think positively through your entire process. Um, you know, I've got uh, coaches who would be there to help you with um, high performance habits, you know, waking up early, what should you do with your day, how to spend your time, you know, the whole nine. So we're really looking to build a complete business owner at VinCon and to provide that networking, you know, uh, roadway for, for you to communicate and correspond with all of these people because they're open to, you know, to support you just as well. So we're in it for the long haul. Yes. I love that. I love that. Thank you. So, so I'm glad you mentioned morning routine because I, from my understanding, um, I'm glad that you're also able to understand that it it takes a process. It's a process to work on your mindset every single day, especially um, going from having to get yourself up early anyway to be for being a teacher to okay, now I got to force myself to get up every day because I'm an entrepreneur now. <laughs> so talk about those mindset tricks or gems or whatever it is that you felt you needed that helped you to really start to um, have a morning routine that you could maintain? Oh, that's really good question. Um, morning routines are really my forte. You know, um, for as long as I can remember, I was always the first one to wake in the mornings. You know, as a kid, I would wake and, you know, not really know what to do with my time. I grew up watching the ABC Schoolhouse Rock, you know, so I definitely was entertained and educated, you know, through the television set. But um, becoming a mother, I realized that my time was 
was valuable and it was shortened. So I had to utilize that wake up early energy, you know, to manifest everything that I needed to win on in that day. So um, if I, and in my mindset, um, I knew that if I'm waking up at seven in order to put in eight hours plus a day at a job, then I can totally wake up earlier to dedicate that time for myself and my business. So um, I'm almost ashamed to tell you, girl, but I wake up about somewhere between 3 and 4 a.m. every single morning. It never fails. Even when I want to sleep longer, I cannot. So in that time, I use that for um, my personal spiritual development. You know, um, I'm reading, I'm meditating, I'm you know, I do yoga. I may step outside and get some grounding, you know, put my feet in the grass, whatever it is that I feel like I need at that time, you know, um, it, just journaling any of those things. And um, from that point, you know, I might do a little creativity, you know, creating uh, documents or some art or whatever I feel like I need to do. And that's on my agenda. I even spend a little time creating my daily routine for that particular day, just taking off some things that I need to accomplish. So I rely heavily on a morning routine because it's the thing that helps me to win. And I help, you know, and support my clients with that as well. You know, structuring our time and structuring our systems. So important. Yeah. I love Very that. I love that. Asking that. Yes. 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 Now, having a morning routine is super important. Um, there actually was an episode on the Sea Life Different podcast. Um, very early on episode where I actually talked about, you know, my morning routine as well. And I definitely talked about for me how important prayer and meditation was, you know, really just kind of staying close to um you know, I am a God girl, so staying close to God is the only way to keep going in this entrepreneurship journey. So mm -hmm. definitely uh, talked about that as well. So I definitely agree that morning routine is super, super important. Yes. 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 I'm so glad you agree with that, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you mentioned, um, you mentioned enjoying nature. And so maybe I want to take it all the way back to <laughs> when did you actually move to Atlanta? You're not an Atlanta native, are you? Okay. Yes. Yes. And you know, I was thinking, okay, but you're not still in Atlanta now. You're in Dallas. Me no, no, no. I'm like, I'm a world traveler, but I have my roots <laughs> definitely it. in Atlanta. Um, my, my mom and dad met there. My siblings were born there. So I have okay. roots in Atlanta, even if I'm not physically in Atlanta, I'm in Atlanta. You're so. still there. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, I moved to Atlanta. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I'm a Southern girl. And I moved to Atlanta in 2001. So I've been here about 20 years or so. Um, yeah. And I just I enjoy it. And I think within that time frame, I've also lived in in California for a couple of years as well. So Which I part? like to um, it was uh, Northridge in Los Angeles County. Okay. Northridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy moving around or, you know, just exploring and seeing what else is the world has to offer. Um, yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So yeah. I think this is a perfect segue into uh, kind of like um, almost like a little rapid session. There's two questions that I love to ask every guest. And we're coming to the end of the episode. And I can't wait to see what your answers are to these two questions. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, um, what is the first place you want to travel to? Um 
outside of the country, what the first place you want to travel to is as soon as you get a chance, as soon as um, you feel the pandemic is, is over for you or whichever way that you want to describe it, what's the first place you want to travel to? Ooh, that's a tough question because I've got a couple of places <laughs> on my list that I really want to um, to explore. But um, I would really like to go to to Morocco um, and explore, you know, some of the histories and just get a get become a part of, you know, the culture there uh, for a couple of weeks or about a month or so. If not there, then definitely um, to Italy. I would love to travel to Italy. Have never been, um, but it's been on my list and I've even started to learn a little Italian, okay. you know, from time to time. So definitely one of those places. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. All right. And the next question is, what do you want your legacy to be? Mm. I would want my legacy to be I think um, I would say wisdom, you know, just passing education from one generation to another or in our culture. And I do believe education is the key to every single thing. If we knew how to trade stocks, we would be doing that. You know, if we knew how to, um, you know, to fly planes, then we would be doing that. If we knew how to, you know, so many things fall under education or the lack thereof. And I really, because it's so dear and near to me, I do believe that that's my legacy, sharing information that can help or support somebody to be a better person. You know, either if it's in, you know, holistic energy or, you know, natural information or if it's, you know, how to mix the right concoction for a sore throat, you know, whatever it is that I've mastered, I am here to share the education because that's that's just what I'm about, teaching others so that they can be a better them. I love that. I love that. I definitely yeah. feel like you're you're definitely walking in, in your legacy. So oh, I love it. Thank you. Yes. Now, before we, and I definitely would love for you to share um, maybe a little bit more about VanCon and also everywhere that people can find you if they want to work with you. Okay. Super awesome. All right. So yes, VinCon 21, you guys, it is here. We're about three days or so away. VinCon 21, it is designed for the vending business owner. If you are starting in vending or if you are already in the vending space, then we have created a platform where you can absolutely learn the proven strategies where you can scale in your business, knowing how to personally develop along with your professional develop are definitely going to be our key factors. Um, as an attendee, you are invited to attend three dates, Friday, July 16th, Saturday, July 17th, and Sunday, July 18th. You also receive, guess what? A free tea when you register. VinCon t-shirt is our logo inspired tea where you receive that along with a Grubhub code so that you can have ordered lunch delivered right to your door on Saturday. We're thinking about your time. So we're going to have a working lunch on Saturday. You guys, it is going to be on fire. We've got speakers who will help you to use 
actionable steps right away, things you can do right away to help you in your business. VinCon21, thevincon.com. Kaya Mason, I am Kaya Mason on Instagram, kayamason.com, the whole nine. We are invited inviting you all to participate, to attend, and to be a part. It is going to be phenomenal. Thank you so much for that time, Zakira. I appreciate it. There you go. Thank you absolutely for being here. I'm so glad to hear your story and learn your story. And thank you for um, educating us on science and educating um, us Black women. So I can't wait to see. And even my last question is, even if for whatever reason, someone's got plans going on this weekend, but they really want to go to VanCon, all their replays available. There um, will be replays available after the event. Um, you can log on to, uh, what is it, thevincon.com or gamsglobalsolutions.com to get that information. But absolutely, we are providing it for you if you're there or if you want to come back and, and enjoy it later. And we do have, I did not mention, my apologies, we do have a magazine that we're releasing on that Sunday. Yes, Vending Aficionado is a magazine where we're taking VinCon 21 and actually putting it into print. So if you miss it, then you can get some snippets right there in the magazine as well. Yes. I love that. I love that. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I wish you the best of the summit or the conference because I know how they are. <laughs> they're, they're a lot, but I know you got that. You got a great team behind you. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I appreciate it. Are you ready to start your own progress? Now is the best time for you to share your story. Your story needs to be told. Sign up with my promo code LEGACY at signup.libson.com to get 45 days of free hosting. That means this month and next month free. So visit signup.libson.com and use promo code LEGACY. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R dot com.